Hi guys, welcome to another episode of the Mission Empowered podcast with your host Emily. I hope you are having a gorgeous day so far. So we're going to get into another little episode on fat loss tips and hacks. Um, And this week's episode, as you can see by the uh, title, is three ways making sticking to fat loss easier. And who doesn't want an easier fat loss journey, please? I do. Um, Okay, so one of the biggest reasons behind this episode is taken from inspiration of new clients I speak to, um, people I see on Instagram who are in a long fat loss journey or, you know, and when I say long, long, long fat loss journey, I actually mean, you know, more than like eight weeks. That's long to be in a fat loss journey for, let's be real. Um, we all know that when we start a diet, it can feel quite tough at the start. Or you're like, oh God, why am I not a goal? I've been doing this for four days. <laughs> so I'm hoping by the end of this podcast, which is going to be quite short, um, you are enlightened by it and can take something away from it. So let's get into it then. The three ways to make our fat loss journeys easier. Calorie cycling, diet breaks, and refeed days. What the hell am I talking about? You might be thinking. Um, So as a coach, these are tools, that is exactly what they are, that I use with my clients um, to make their fat loss journeys more adherent, get the best results, and to not feel like that they are going to be constantly on a diet. And this is the re- one of the biggest reasons people fail at diets is because they feel like, God, I've got so long to go. I've been on this diet for ages. I'm not having a break. And then they just give up and then they go back to square one. And that is the vicious cycle that dieting can have us in. So let's get straight to it. Number one that we're going to talk about is calorie cycling. Now, this can be a really, really useful tool. I'm going to go through like the positives and negatives of each of these guys or potential negatives because there are some. And that is why as a coach, it is great. That is why it's a good reason to have a coach because you have got someone implementing this, leading the way on this, and it takes the pressure off you a little bit. But again, if you are dieting on your own, you know, financially, maybe not in the position to get a coach at the moment, so you just want to give it a whack, you can go for it after this podcast. So calorie cycling then. This is basically rotating your, um, breaking down your, rotating, it's nothing to do with rotating, breaking down your overall calorie goal uh, into different number of calories on each day. So when we look at a calorie deficit, guys, the best way to look at it is week on week. So say we've worked out that your calorie deficit for your height, your weight, your activity levels is 1,500 calories. That is going to look like a weekly deficit of 10,500. Now, when it comes to calorie cycling, um, this could mean that if you have a couple of different ways, so let's use the most common one, which is social occasions. So you might be eating out with your friends one night a week, um, you know, going to see your nan on a Sunday and she doesn't take kindly to you saying no to pudding because, you know, it's a highlight of her day to see you eat because that's what nan's doing it, the feeders. Um, so what that might look like is that we have a weekly calorie goal of 10,500 And it might look like, okay, so five days of the week, I'm going to drop my calories to 1,300. And then the day that I'm out with the girls for dinner, I'm going to have 2,000. I'm going to go and see my nan. I'm going to have 2,000. We still know within that that week, we are on 10,500, which is our deficit goal. We're still going to make progress on our fat loss journey. And the other way to do it is if you are 
Um, so for example, if you can only get to the gym three times a week, so you try and fit a lot in that day, and then you know because you've used up, used up a lot of energy, you're going to require to refuel a bit more, you might tweak your calories to have more calories on them three days and less on the other four days. Again, calorie cycling. Now, this is really useful because a lot of people, when they do diets, they say, well, I'm I'm on low calories Monday to Friday, and then I just sack it off, chin it off on Saturday, Sunday, because, you know, I've got X, Y, and Z, and there's no way I can do that on 1,500 calories. So we just press the fucking button, and that's where progress stands still, is that we go way over the calories. So if you're giving yourself a little bit more leniency and a few more calories to work in your social life, uh, you're going to you're going to still make progress by doing so. So there's a couple of things here uh, on calorie cycling that I want to make like points. So even on the lower calorie days, you still want to be hitting your protein, okay? You still want to be hitting protein every single day. Super important to do that, um, you know, for your satiety, holding on to your, to your muscle mass. We don't just want to be eating naff all. Um, because when if we do do really low days, um them low days are going to catch up with you. So by that, what I mean is you don't want to be calorie cycling, ideally on like, you know, crazy, crazy low, like 800, 900, and then whacking up to 3000 on one day. Okay. Them low days will catch up with you. And by that, I mean, your body will cotton on that it hasn't had, it's it's in a massive deficit. So therefore it's going to increase your hunger hormones. You're going to maybe feel less constant, have less concentration levels. Um, it's just not going to end well when we don't eat, uh, when we don't eat enough um, to the extreme. So just bear in mind, if you are going to take on the advice of calorie cycling, that you do it in a sustainable manner, that you're still eating enough on them lower days to feel like you've had a good day's worth of food. Um, so yeah, so calorie cycling then, it has its positives of that you can still manage your social life. You can refuel after workouts. And, you know, if on busier days you think, oh, it's a bit, I don't really need breakfast on that day because I'm literally sitting at my desk all day, go for a lower calorie day and give yourself a few more calories when you do need them. Um, and it can be a really useful tool. So that's calorie cycling, guys. The next one we're going to go into is um, diet breaks. So, God, by the way, how many times on these podcasts do I say so? It's just a word filler, you know. That's all it is for me to gather me force for three seconds. Um, so that oh my gosh, I did it again. Right, diet breaks. What is a diet break? So this is a fundamental if you want to achieve long-term fat loss, fundamental. Um, when you are starting a fat loss phase, the last thing that you want to do is go, right, I want to lose four stone, three stone, whatever, whatever your goal is. And you think, right, if I work it out and I lose one to two pounds a week, that is gonna take me, you know depending on your adherence, whatever you've got in, say like six, seven months. Six, seven months of being on low calories in a deficit, your ad- your adherence is going to drop straight away because that is just like, oh, that's such a long time. You know, I've got to keep going on it. Um, I'm not going to have chance to eat out or do anything. And guess what happens, girls? We chin it off because like I said at the beginning of the podcast, fat loss, long-term fat loss as well can be hard just mentally thinking about it so if we're setting ourselves up thinking right I'm going to be on low calories for such a long time your brain's just going to be like after one to two months no thanks this is too hard I'm not doing this for another four months so this is where diet breaks come in so what a diet break is is say for example you're on a fat loss phase and you've been doing it you know for six seven weeks 
six weeks is probably like the minimum that I would say to do it at, you know, depending on how good you are at sticking to a diet and your adherence levels, it might be two, three months before you take a diet break, but you're going to stick at your calorie deficit, keep chipping away at your fat loss, and then you're going to implement a diet break. So this could look like, for example, let's use 1500 calories again, you're on a deficit of 1500 calories a day, then seven weeks in, you are going to implement a diet break, which means you just come up to maintenance for that week. Okay, that's all it is. Now, remember, maintenance calories means we're not putting fat on. So if we've been trying to lose fat and we have been achieving it, um, but, you know, around that two-month mark, you might feel like, oh, you know, I've, I've, I need a bit of a break. Like mentally as well, like sticking to a diet can be hard long-term. So you're going to bring yourself up to maintenance. You're going to have around the 2,000-calorie mark just for that week. It's going to help readjust your mindset, refuel your body, maybe see your sleep improve, maybe see your performance improve in your workouts, and then after that week, you're like, actually, right, I'm good now. I'm going to go back into my fat loss phase. You're not going to have put fat on. Now, the reason I'm saying you're not going to put fat on is because you the scales might go up one to two pounds because if you eat more, you are going to weigh more. Food weighs, weighs, food weighs, food, no, food, whoa, food weighs. Guys, I'm not starting this podcast again. We'll have to get, get get this out. If we're eating more food, that weighs more. That's what I'm trying to say. So think about it like this. If you've been eating less food for six weeks and then you eat a bit more, the scales are going to show you you've eaten a bit more. Do not let that deter you from, oh my God, you know, this is the thing that I get all the time. People, I will, you know, people will say, well, I had a pizza last night and I weighed myself. I've put on four pounds. Of course you have because you've been eating you know, low carb or lower carb, higher protein that your body's been digesting, then you're having, you know, some more carbs, you're going to weigh more, but that does not mean you are putting fat on. So this is where people chin off diet breaks as they think they're putting weight on or fat on and they're not, it's just weight. Remember, there's a big difference between weight, um, scale weight and fat weight. So as I said, you've been on this diet for eight weeks, you implement a diet break for a week where you come up to your maintenance calories, okay? Now, how to work in diet breaks, guys? This can look like sort of one or two ways, okay? So you can use, for example, one of my girls at the moment, we've just done her plan where we have said, right, we're going to be in a deficit for seven weeks. Then she's going to see her friends in London. So we're going to bring her calories up to maintenance for the rest of that week. So she now knows she's got a goal to stick to. The end is in sight or the midway point is in sight. She's going to stick to her calories. She knows she's going to get more food in seven weeks time. She's not going to, you know, start dibbing away from a diet because she's got focus. She's got a plan. And then when that um, week comes, we're going to up her calories. She's going to have a bit more food for fuel. She's still going to train, still going to track her steps, still going to get her protein in, but it is going to massively refocus her mindset and it's going to give her a break from being on them deficit calories and then we'll pop her back into her um, fat loss phase. Okay, so diet breaks are super, super important. Whether you have got a short-term fat loss goal, um, well, like I said before, minimum six weeks, but say, you're, say your goal is a stone and you lose half a stone in six weeks, Still implement, still implement, it doesn't have to be a week, it might be three or four days diet break, coming up to maintenance, and then drop yourself back in to achieve that next seven pounds. Even if you've got a long-term goal, guys, that might, it might mean you don't need a break so early on, such as six weeks, it could be four months, 
You know, if you've got a, a fat loss goal of five, six stone, four months of being in a, you know, not quite a low deficit, but quite a moderate deficit, implementing your lifestyle changes, you might be getting results week in, week out. But four months in, you think, actually, you know what, I want to come up to maintenance, I've got a few bits on, I want to go out for meals, stuff like that. Still implement it, guys, okay? Um, Because it is going to, the biggest thing is, it's going to increase your adherence to get back on that fat loss journey and to carry on achieving your results. Again, the biggest thing that I see people fail at is they, they just try to diet and diet and diet. And this is where they go. I was off track at the weekend. Oh, back to it. I was back. I was off track at the weekend. Oh, back to it. And they just go in this vicious cycle. Whereas if you know, okay, I've got to stick to it for this amount of time. And then I'm going to have four, five, six, a week off at maintenance. And then I'll drop back in it for another eight, nine, 10 weeks, whatever. But it's just going to really mentally help you um stick to that fat loss phase so one thing i want to say before i go into refeed about fat loss phases you want you should notice by now like the terminology i use is fat loss phase fat loss journey like that's because what that is what fat loss should always be guys it shouldn't be a fat loss lifestyle we shouldn't continuously be trying to lose weight year after year after year after year and this is why i've got a job because i help people not do that um, it wants to be as short and as effective as possible because nobody likes dieting. Nobody likes eating less food than they want to be in. But if you want to get to a goal, you need to go through that fat loss phase to come up to your maintenance phase and then reverse diet out. Reverse dieting is a whole other podcast, guys. Uh, but that is the... I'm going to write that down. We'll do a podcast on the phases of fat loss because it's important. Right, as I was saying, so like I said, diet breaks, no matter if you are on a super um, short fat loss goal or a really, really long one, it will be person dependent, but I, I genuinely think they help everyone to just have that little bit of a diet break and increase that mental adherence to the diet. So the last one we're going to talk about, guys, is refeed days. Now, the reason I've left, it, left this to last, because these are my least favorite, um, because refeed days get caught up and uh, misconstrued as cheat days. Now, cheat days is something that I do not use, nor do my clients use, because what are you cheating on? You are not married to your diet. You are not married to your coach. Like, cheating is such a negative is, is such negative terminology that it's just going to pull a negative relationship towards the journey that you're on. So we don't like cheat days, but refeed days are what people will misconstrue as cheat days. And what a refeed days is, is not eating everything you can get your hands on. So it's not having a refeed day and having a Mackey's, a KFC and a Pizza Hut. No, that's just not a good relationship with food day. Um, so a refeed day, guys, is if you are on a fat loss phase, but you are noticing that you are maybe having the extra biscuit and not tracking it, finishing off the kids' tears, your adherence is really lacking on sticking to your calorie deficit, it might be then a good idea to just implement a day of higher calories, maybe at maintenance, maybe a little bit higher, just for like one day, 
you know, two days, anything longer than that, you might as well implement a diet break and just give yourself a week at maintenance. But it's just one day of, okay, I just need to eat a little bit more, like my concentration's dropping. I'm noticing I'm picking, I'm not, I'm not sticking to my diet and just having a, a refeed day there. So the, again, I, I, I personally don't really implement these with many of my clients, literally a handful maybe I have done where I know I trust them and I know that that one day is going to be that one day and then they'll get back to it. But it takes a, a big, it takes a strong mindset to just do one refeed day. As we all know, guys, if we've been dieting and we have a weekend where maybe, you know, we're on a Hindu or, you know, we're out for a brunch, it's really hard to then that next day just go right and back to it because you know you're used to having these higher palatable foods your body's got the craving the taste for it so having refeed days is just I personally think is is you know the the, the least favorite here but yeah what they are is having high calorie days on one day just to help balance things out maybe increase that adherence and then just getting back to it one to two days after the big potential negative here is of that binge and restrict mindset so Again, as I was saying on calorie cycling, if you put yourself on super, super low days and then say, yeah, but I'm having a refeed day on Sunday, are you just setting yourself up to having that binge and restrict mindset, that all or nothing mindset that doesn't help anyone else, okay? So just be aware of that, but um, at least you're aware of what a refeed day is and when to use it. Is it if you have got, let's say, for example, you are going on holiday in eight weeks' time and, you know, six weeks into your fat loss phase, you're noticing these little habits of sneaky adherence dropping and is picking up the kids' seeds, having the extra biscuit. One refeed day at higher calories might help balance it out rather than saying the week before you go on holiday, I'm going to do a diet break and then I'm going to do it again for, for a week, okay? Because that might not be the best option for you. So one to two days eating higher calories might be better. My advice here though, Still track your calories, make sure you're not going way over, still hit your protein, still do your workouts, still do your steps, still all do the fundamentals, just eat a little bit more to help uh, balance out that adherence on that. Okay, so as I said, I can't remember if I went into like the positives and negatives, I sort of come off track of the notes, but uh, we'll just do a little summary, like I said, short and sweet one today, guys. The three of my top tips to help making sticking to fat loss easier calorie cycling this is where we break down our weekly deficit and we can you know utilize it around social occasions around working out days busier work days can be a really really useful tool remember do not go massively under your calorie deficit because that will catch up with you um, you know, again, the negative of doing calorie cycling permanently on a Saturday, Sunday of having high calories, it has got the potential to push you into that all or nothing mindset, that weekend binging mindset that we do not want to go into. So if you know, actually, yeah, if I do do that, I'm just going to say I'm on a diet Monday to Friday, I'm going to fuck it up a weekend, just stick to your basic calorie deficit each day. Okay, the next one, which was our diet break. So again, just really listening to your body or if you are fortunate enough to work with a coach and have a coach um get this in with your get this in with your coach and this is something I do with my coach it's something I do with all my clients when they sign up I'm like right let's look at your social occasions let's look at your diary for the next four months when are we going to implement your diet break because like I said this is useful for everyone if you are working with someone or if you put yourself on a diet and there is no end in sight for six seven months time have a word with yourself or have a word with your coach because again, the likelihood of you doing that 
with you being a human and not a robot. Robot is quite minimal. So get your fat loss phase planned in, get your um, fat loss journey planned out of having diet breaks. Remember, it doesn't have to be a week long. It might be three, four days coming up to maintenance, um, but it will help you stick to that diet and get back to it um, more effectively and efficiently. And then the negatives, uh, the last one, guys, the negative one, (laughs) the refeed days. These are the shorter days where we notice that we are dropping off adherence. Maybe a diet break isn't on the cards for us. Um, you know, in our timeline, it's just having one of them days where we eat higher calories, we still track it, um, and we just help balance out that adherence, bring our hormones up. Um, you know, if we've noticed we're being extra hungry or being an absolute bitch, um, having that one day of higher food may help just balance that out. So there we go, girls. Today's knowledge bombs, calorie cycling, diet breaks, and refeeds tools that we can use to help with our fat loss journeys and I hope from that you have taken something because again like I said these are things I use with my clients the things I use myself and they're really really useful I hope you have too as always thank you for listening today I hope you found it useful um if you did please pop it on your social media tag me at underscore em.powered share it with your friends your family your colleagues all that jazz and if you really really loved it please send me a DM because I love hearing off you Um, Thank you again for taking the time to listen to me. As always, I massively appreciate it. And uh, I will catch you next time.